0: Welcome to Time to Show Up, the podcast and community that supports you to flourish and grow in your personal and professional life.
1: There's no better time to show up than now. Hello and welcome to Time to Show Up, a new podcast and online community hosted by me, Natalie Nahai, and me,
0: Dr. Aaron Bellack. Natalie is an author and behavioral science expert.
1: And Erin is a psychotherapist and also an author.
0: We've come together because we both share a passion for helping people flourish in the expression of their personal mission in their work.
1: By drawing on our different complementary skill sets and experience, we engage together with our guests, aiming to draw out the lessons they've learned along the way so we can share them with you.
0: Today we have another hot seat interview where we will be speaking to someone who's at a crossroads in their professional life and are seeking support to find out how they can take their next step.
1: Now, we've developed what we call a deep inquiry interview, which is a challenging but supportive protocol that enables our guests to open up to the challenges and opportunities that may lie ahead.
0: We finish the interview with suggestions for our participants to try out for themselves. After that, we draw out practices, theories and models that anyone who finds themselves in a similar situation can try out.
1: So we are sharing these stories and resources freely by podcast and video for now. And if you'd like to dig deeper and be supported to apply these insights to your own life, we've created an online community full of practices, interactive sessions, and frameworks that you can join by visiting timetoshowup.org. Shall we begin?
0: Let's go for it.
1: (laughs) Athene, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good. Thank
2: you for having me. I'm a bit Pleasure. nervous, but excited. <laughs> Don't <laughs> right. worry, us too.
1: No,
0: <laughs> well, it's great to have you here for uh, time to show up, and um, we're going to kick off with just asking you if you could say something about your life course that brought you to this moment right now. So, obviously, not your whole life story, but <laughs> what is the life course that brought you up to this moment where you thought this was the conversation you wanted or needed to be having?
2: Yes. Um, So, in short, uh, I think I have been moving a lot uh, from 12 till 18. Uh, I think um, roughly four countries um, and also per country uh, within the country I've moved a lot. And um, also I've moved um, schools a lot, switched schools a lot. And um, fast forward, I did a study, I studied medicine. And um, uh, now I feel stuck in my um, in my job. I uh, I feel um, yeah uh, overworked. I uh, am uh, doubting whether uh, this job still works for me. Um, so yeah, I think that's the short version. <laughs> okay. and uh, Yeah, I wanna I wanna show up in the world. So. That's why I'm here.
0: And j- just to check, how, how long have you felt stuck? Do you think?
2: Um, well, uh, I think it started. Be- I think it started in the summer. Um, okay. I am a um, well, not this summer. It started in the summer of uh, uh, last year. And um, I think it's what's also important to know is that I am a, a first-time mom of a, now four-year-old. And mm-hmm. I think that also added up because she has a hard time sleeping at night. And mm-hmm. I think in those four years, um, she has not uh, slept uh, once through the night. I think I can count mm-hmm. it on my two hands. So I think lack of sleep and um, having a stressful job, um, I felt like I could not, um, I tried my best to take keep on having the responsibility and uh, showing up for the other patients. And in the meantime, I was taking care of everybody else and not taking care of me. Um, So,
0: Thank you. That's a helpful clarification. That's
1: a lot to have on your plate as well. Um, So thinking about today's conversation that we have together, what what would feel like a successful outcome from this conversation for you? Mm,
2: uh, For today, I think uh, some... Uh, I think clarity um, or maybe just insights um, like aha moments or um, yeah I don't I don't think you're going to fix it but I do uh, (laughs) think certain conversations can be very helpful into moving forward
1: Mm -hmm. so okay so clarity insights and then maybe uncovering when you're saying clarity is there something that you feel like would would need some focus on that needs uncovering if it's something uh, about yeah uh yeah i
2: think with my with my job um i'm a general practitioner mm-hmm. and um i'm now at this point i feel like i don't want to be anymore uh, because i feel like i cannot be for there for the patient for my patients um and uh, yeah, I'm now doubting uh, whether this is something I need to keep on doing. But I also know that if you are in the wrong headspace, you shouldn't make such a big decision. So mm.
3: okay. that's it. Cool.
0: Great. Thank you.
1: So thinking about the clarity and the insight and medicine and showing up in the world and sleep deprivation, there's, there's a lot going on, a lot of change. Um, and you mentioned already about not making yeah. big decisions where, when you're in a headspace where maybe you haven't had the sleep that you need or you may be having taken on too much mm-hmm. and there's not much in the reserves. That's what I'm imagining in your situation. Um, when you're saying about not being able to be there for patients yes. and there being a sense of you having to take on a lot of work... <laughs> thinking about the future just kind of
3: yeah.
1: the next few years if your if yeah. your daughter isn't sleeping so well is there a short term need that you have that's unmet that you would like to be able to meet in terms of the kind of the queries that you've got around clarity and next steps does it feel like something that you'd like to put on pause the GP practice in order to do something else or does it feel like you need something more immediate to kind of tether you to a space where you've got a different headspace, where you're sleeping better, where you can then make decisions? I don't know if that's clear as a question. Um, not fully, to be honest. Okay. Um, I'll restate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, yeah, I'm sort of thinking out loud. So my thinking is, is do you, when you say you want clarity and insights, do you feel like what you need is um, a moment now where you can actually build in some more space for for you to sleep and the rest of it so that at a latter time you can think about your career and where you want to go or is it that you want to think about these bigger career changes now um, do you know what I'm trying to say yes I that was clear I yeah. do get the question <laughs> I do
2: get it um, um, uh, well I'm as my impatient sides my impatient side of me uh, wants it now Wants to think about a big picture now um, but I do think now at this moment, I just need, um, I need to sleep. This is just a basic need. <laughs> I need to sleep. Um, and, um, um, after that, I, I can think about, uh, the really big picture, uh, having said that, I also think that, um, um, in where I live, you have that, uh, you have after school care and, uh, the system is a bit flooded. Um, because they don't have enough um, um, workers to, for after-school care so that would mean I would have to cut my day short and I am a substitute so therefore I don't uh, have an option to cut my day short because um, so now for this period of time I am being forced to look at something else um, because I cannot um, fully would I would not be able to fully work as a general practitioner now
0: so it feels like there's two parallel things going on maybe yeah right so one of them is the systemic thing yeah. right that there's something systemic that you you can't change yeah. that's intruding right mm-hmm. on like what would otherwise happen you're not getting there's not enough support
3: yeah
0: but you also said st- duck yeah are they separate thing right so are they yeah. is, is it are they separate or is one provoking the other
2: they're actually separate things um if i think back uh, to my uh my career like becoming um a gp there were several moments when i did med school where i was doubting whether to do it and mm-hmm. in those moments i um um Confined, uh, and I talked to the people closest to me and they were like yeah but you can do it just uh, don't give up it was a setback and yeah maybe the so yeah I, I am a very uh, um, I was like you know what I'm just gonna go for it um, I can do it and I kept on pushing through and um, then there was the next thing I wanted to be a, a surgeon and um i had a very honest talk with a colleague of mine it, i wanted to be a urologist and then they said you know what um to be honest with you um you are a bit older than the 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 med students that uh, graduate um, and uh, we don't want to be rude but you are a girl of color and you are a woman so um, they are thinking." Uh, you would like to get babies very soon and um, that would cost the the program money and so he advised me to then um, do a phd and i thanked for that because i'm i'm not that type Uh, i considered going to germany for it and then i uh, got some german cds and i had a headache and i was like no this is not my my thing Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't fully know where I wanted to go because um, urology is a very small, um, it's a very small area of the body Mm -hmm. um, and I liked it because you could uh, become a perfection, you could perfect it, (laughs) it was tiny and I liked the machinery you could operate with it like I thought I I just loved it and then I was forced to look like, okay, what am I going to do then? And there was a a field of urology which I I didn't like and that was that you had very short moments with your patients. And that would lead to patients coming sometimes several times before you would really know what their question was or what, what it really was that was bothering them if you couldn't explain... Why they were there with their urological problem, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Um, and then somebody said, "Hey, but if you like that, the patient interaction and to know the person behind the patient, how about family uh, medicine?" And then I went there and I liked it. Um, I thought it was quite overwhelming because it was um, you needed to know a little about a lot. (laughs) But you needed to know the red flags in a lot of things. And um, I have found myself uh, sometimes um, getting lost in it because then I saw a patient and I would go home and then I would be like, oh, but the patient might be having this. This could also be in my differential diagnosis. Um, and I would look up, would look things up and I think all of those things were fine <laughs> before mommy life. Mm. Um, but... Uh, um, yeah. Now it's it's becoming harder.
1: Mm. So much to unpack there, isn't there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm wondering, in terms of because one of the things that really well, there's a couple of things that really struck me, but one of them around the, the urology is kind of this. You're talking about this this small area that's kind of contained. You can yeah. you can rely on your perfectionism and attention to detail to really have precise yeah. interactions that can heal the patient but also the quality of wanting to relate to the person behind the, the issue, the, the medical issue, yeah. the disease. Um, but then also timing-wise, what is it that you, in terms of your motivation, digging beneath the perfectionism and contained element, the, the, the relationship aspect, when you were looking to do surgery, or at the times when you've had that question, is medicine right for me? What's the motivation that moved you into medicine, and what motivated you to keep going? Like, what's the what's underneath the desire to, to do it?
2: Um, uh, I think um, the fact that I I love to help people, yeah, <laughs> um, and um, that kept me in in the field. But then again, you can also say there are lots of things where you can help people. <laughs> um, and, um, I think my,
1: uh,
2: yeah, I think, I think it has to do with, um, if you start something, you finish it. That's something my parents always taught me. Mm. Okay. And, um, so when I discussed this with them, they're like, yeah, you started it, you finish it. And, um, in the beginning I had a heavy heart, but, um, I did it. Yeah.
0: So for, first of all, I want to say I feel, I feel badly that you were turned away from yeah. where your heart was taking you for issues of gender and race, which I, th- I think is really, is really hard because it feels like actually there was some clarity there for you that you wanted... It had a direction, like Natalie was saying, of, of precision that mm. that general yeah. practice doesn't have. It's almost like the opposite no. thing, like family it's practice strange. and yes, yeah, yeah. wide. And then you wanted this thing, and it feels like your path got diverted mm. at that yes. stage against your will. And I'm I'm sorry that that happened to you. And maybe you've been trying to find your way back to something that spoke to you yeah. since then. And it feels like yeah, we're still holding these two things, right? We're holding this circumstantial situation of Mm -hmm. being a mother with a young child and trying to manage local near issues. Yes. But also what I'm getting a sense of is a kind of, um, an unhappiness in the role that Mm -hmm. you'd be happier in a role that had more precision, (laughs) uh, the capacity to, uh, to be a perfectionist because it's hard to be a perfectionist. Yeah. if you're a perfectionist as a gp yeah. then you're yeah. going to be up all night with your diagnostic manual aren't you like checking everything yes. for everyone and that's tough
3: yeah yes
0: okay but one, one more question back yeah um part of what kept you b- before urology and surgery and all of that stuff part of what kept you on the medicine track which it sounds like maybe you weren't 100 percent on board with was this kind of you know, you started it, you finish it. Message.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, if that message hadn't been there, right? Say you had like the full freedom to opt out and do something else. Yeah. Do you have a sense of what it, what it would have been?
2: <laughs> well, uh, I think that's the uh, the big question because <laughs> I uh, when I when I had this idea of uh, maybe I'm gonna do something else. I just wanted to travel for a year. I, mm-hmm. I told my mom, "I'm I'm just gonna travel for a year," and um, my mom was like, "Are you crazy? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you're not gonna go travel." I'm talking about um, I'm talking about twenty years ago, and there was not such good internet. Just like uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you're not gonna go travel. You just graduated. You're gonna just. Uh, you're just gonna focus and you're gonna go to school like everybody did and I didn't come all this way to for you to just do that and I was like yeah but you know all of yeah not all of them but some of the some of my um my my colleagues my like uh, mm-hmm. my fellow students they they would do that some of them and they would go to Australia and I would like wow and or <laughs> they would travel Europe and they would work on the side and I was like yeah I'm just gonna work on the side and do that and find my way, and maybe I will find what I need to do. And yeah, that was a that was a no go. <laughs>
0: yes, so you never really got the no. chance to discover what you no, wanted to do. I did not. You, you you got on a path, and then and you I were was on. like yeah. Yes. And when you get on that path, you finish that path according to that sort of family yes. law, as it were. Yes.
1: I'm desperate to ask, and I ask. I'm going to jump in. Um, is I I'm, well? I know you're, you're, you've got a, a young one at home, so this might be completely impossible, but I want to ask it anyway. Is there any way that you could do even some small version of that self-discovery at some point in the next six to 12 months, even if it meant one week somewhere to yourself to just turn everything off Not be in contact with any of your dependents, any of your family, any of your friends. (laughs) Go somewhere and just give yourself even just one week of time. Um, I did that. How did it go?
2: I I went for six days to Scotland a month ago. (laughs) Um, And I loved it. I had a camper van. And I just traveled, and uh, along the way, I, I had to do some things myself, and uh, I thought it was very freeing. Mm. Um, and uh, my uh, my husband stayed at home with the little one, and um, I thought it was really good to do because at some point um, before all of this happened, I was um, I would say I was I was. Um, I didn't have so much fears of of new things Mm -hmm. and at some point i would find myself being in a car and and feeling anxious which was for me was silly because uh, most of the people said uh, like i would i was i just got my driver's license and i would drive a big van and i would just drive people around and i just i could switch uh, manual or automatic it was no problem and at some point it was so much so When I went to Scotland and um, I wasn't meeting my friend yet, just later, because she she went to the wrong airport. (laughs) Yeah. So I was forced in that moment to do it by myself, um, which I thought, oh my God, oh my God, how am I going to do this? And when I did it, um, yeah, it felt felt really good. And um, I really enjoyed it. Um, And I... um, I really enjoyed it and then I came back and it felt like I regretted that I left <laughs> because um, yeah, we had to go back into the rhythm or the rhythm that we had and my daughter was so scared of me leaving that I think the first week or two um, she woke up even more than before <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, making sure that I was still there so um, yeah, I thought it was like
0: Pay for it some, somehow. Yes,
2: that's how yeah. it felt, and um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I felt I felt that I, I had more energy, like I was more tolerant and less agitated, especially towards my husband. <laughs> Poor mm-hmm. him um, <laughs> before, but so now I could um, I could uh, roll with the punches a bit more. I had a bit more room, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it was. Um, it was really good. So I'd love to do it again.
1: <laughs> it but sounded it, it sounds liberating for that pocket yeah. of time and more spacious when you came back, like refueling yeah. yourself.
0: Yes. Does, does it make you a little bit of did it make you a little bit afraid though that there was like a cost mm. to it? Yes. Mm. It was. Yeah. I mean this feels like very central in the sense that there's a there's like a movement towards independence, liberation, freedom, making your own choices, right? Yes. And then on the other side, there's responsibility, looking after the family, to and it's team. like you, you don't get to have both, and if you want to have that one, you're going to pay for it on the other side.
2: That's that's absolutely how it felt, because I, I was stressing out up to the flight to make enough food in the freezer, <laughs> so... So there was right. so because yeah because you had to make sure they were all clothes and everything so yeah. <laughs> okay. So it was yeah. yeah. But I, exactly. I also think my 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 husband told me you know what you can forget about it. You don't have to do that. So he is like he does give me that space. But at the same time I do know that I I feel like I'm not going to take it because I also know that he is then I'm off going to have fun and he is with my daughter, with our daughter, um, which is more challenging of course because there's only one parent and I feel um, that makes me feel heavy then I'm like yeah I'm gonna try to make it as easy and as comforting for him which is something I also struggle with my entire life like making other people's life easier instead of my own so yeah.
3: Yep.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and it feels very much like a binary choice at the moment. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So maybe one way we can start thinking about that as we carry on through is w- whether it is whether it is really binary and whether there is there might be some wiggle room in there. Because what you're describing, it's like the definition of stuckness, mm-hmm. right? That there's a force that once independence a bit of play a bit of self-discovery there's another force that's all about responsibility obligation and family and as soon as they start pulling you're stuck right you're stretched in both directions yeah
1: and i think even and i don't know like but the 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 responsibility to your parents to continue down the path of medicine and to not take a break um after your after your studies and then to the family and it's one thing that i That I noticed in the way you described it about this one week away is that you were there to play. (laughs) When you described it I mean play may well be an aspect of it but it sounds to me like you it's almost like there's there's very little oxygen in the room and you have to open the door to step out to take a few deep breaths to have the energy to come back in and that's like my sense is that it's not just about play but it's also about survival and flourishing And being able to step into your life with greater presence Um, Mm. and that actually when you step back in you're able you mentioned your relationship with your husband was you had more energy to kind of bring into it right because you're not so completely dedicated with all of your energy to making other people's lives easier it's also that there's there's more left for you as well Um, yeah so maybe let's talk a little bit about the binary then Do you want to lead this bit on binary equations? (laughs)
0: Binary equations. Mm. Yes. So here's what I'm kind of, okay. Here's what I'm thinking, right? That there is, you have a very strong sense of obligation. Yeah, so there was a very strong sense of obligation. Let's. So there's a few examples already, and you correct me if I'm wrong here, okay? But, so first of all, there's an obligation to finish the medical training, even though maybe you were a bit ambivalent about that, because yep. that's what you do, right? You start something, you finish it.
3: Yep.
0: Um, there's the obligation to put the food in the fridge, as it were. There's the obligation yep. to and I'm not saying these are bad things, but the obligation to go home and make sure that you got it right with these patients, right? Yeah. And it feels like there's so much obligation that there's very little um, freedom for that kind of independent Mm. sense. Almost like the main job becomes, you have to to squish yourself, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, because of all of these obligations. Yes. And what it reminds me of a little bit is this, this idea of like doing a digital detox, which I know sounds mm-hmm. like a, you know, a weird kind of lateral place to go, but it's like, you know, we'll put your phone away for a week. Right. But then that, that question is, well, what happens when you go back home after the yeah. week? Mm-hmm. Right. You just go back to normal. Okay. So I'm wondering, And I think this might feel risky because I feel like to not meet the obligations as you hold them, because I think you're probably a perfectionist as well, you mentioned something about that, will feel like you're failing in your duties,
3: right?
0: But I wonder if there were any risks that you could take or any places where you don't have to be as much obliged. So you don't have to go to Scotland and take a week, but can you leave something undone, leave something with your husband, uh, leave something done less well?
1: <laughs> like 80% instead of 110%. Yes,
0: yeah. So that you can start to breathe some air into where your desire is and where your direction of travel might be, because it sounds mm-hmm. like you know where you're stuck. When you're stuck, it's easy to fall into obligation because you know we're what all those rules are you know what you're supposed to do but when you fill all that space how are you supposed to know or become aware of another motivation Mm -hmm. that tells you the direction that you might want to go in does that make sense like it's like the volume gets turned down on that yes would you be open to playing with the idea of how obliged you are to everything
3: (laughs) (laughs) just a little
2: question just yeah. a little one <laughs> well i um, there are some things i feel really obliged to mm-hmm. um, and i think when it comes to um like with patients i really i really want there to be as little as possible room for for errors sure. uh, because i think you're working with people so I just, the moment I, I, I see a patient, I'm like, okay, so if there is um, no alarming signals, I can relax. But if I hear something, I'm like, hmm. And then I look in their history and I see, hmm, that could be a link. Then I'm like, ding, 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 ding. I, I need mm-hmm. to, so, yeah. So there... Yeah, let's not I turn off that alarm clock. Yeah. No, <laughs> you there, there, no, I think... Um, I would have loved to, um, to, to just also be able to relax and not be stressed about about the food. Um, um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, somehow I just can't, I I just, um, I don't know why I can't. I, I just feel, um. I have other areas I'm really bad in administrative uh, things (laughs) (laughs) okay and uh, and when you say
1: bad do you you outsource that or is that something that you take on but you struggle your way through
2: I outsource it and then they ask so many things of me and then I still struggle with it so I'm like yeah why am I paying you and I'm still struggling to do it so (laughs) Um, so yeah that's that's something
1: I I Can I ask just a practical question around that? Um, The is it is it sort of administration like accountancy stuff, or is it more having some kind of assistant who helps you work through the admin stuff?
2: I think uh, I think both. I have an accountant and I have an assistant that helps me work things through. But um, so I'm I'm very perfectionist in my work, but uh, towards myself I am not so much. Okay. uh, Interesting. Yeah. So and, I.
0: Uh, can you give an example? Yeah. In what an way? An example.
2: Um, mm. My hair doesn't have to be fully done. So now it's also a bit fluffy, fruffy. Yeah. Uh, so um, I'm not. Uh, um, if I if I make food, it doesn't have to. If I don't have uh, some ingredient, I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna wing it. So those <laughs> areas. Or I don't mind um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: because I think it can also be a surprise how it ends up to be. Or uh, sometimes you you do something less, or or maybe in in um, um, I'm not the tidiest, um, and uh, like also my my doctor's bag would not be the tidiest, but I would know where everything <laughs> is. Um, uh-huh. So I. I this sounds think, good,
0: though, in a way. Yeah. I mean, are you see? This sounds like there's a there's a bit of flexibility and in, in looseness that everything doesn't have to be. Yeah.
2: Controlled. So I'm I'm only perfectionistic in certain areas. Unfortunately, I find those areas very important, so they yeah. weigh much more. Um,
0: but you said something before. I just want to go back to when I said this thing about the f- the food in the freezer or whatever, and yeah. you said I just. I just can't yeah, so I'm curious <laughs> what that is, okay, so let's say if you see an alarm an alarm bell in a patient's file, right, you yeah. just can't fair enough right that that's yeah. a very clear
3: yeah
0: joined up thing, right, but there was a sense before that it wasn't there's an area yeah. in which it's not yeah, you know what I'm talking I think, about.
2: I know what you're talking <laughs> about, I think one my my guy is a really bad cook. <laughs> Um, really bad, <laughs> okay. and I think too. Um, I I would have loved to make it a bit easier for him. I I, I think, I think if I would be, um, if I would be in his shoes, I would not want um, him to worry about me. But the other way around, I would be like, is wouldn't it be nice if he would come home from a long day, stressful, whatnot? Um, that he can just put the food out um, to heat it up our daughter comes home, is missing her mom uh, is then a bit more whiny and then he can just have some quality time playing with her without stressing out about the food and then he can just cuddle with her whilst the food is heating up and then they can set the table together that's how I'm thinking Mm -hmm. Um, and I I don't think I would be like whether he is a bad cook or not, I don't think I would be able to let that go. Can
1: I ask, what does your, what does your, what does your partner do? He's, and a, like, he's a psychotherapist.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: And, and just, just for my, and this might be completely the wrong non-psychotherapeutic question, but I want to ask it. In terms of your hours, who, like in terms of your, when you start and you finish your days, are they quite similar in terms of the rhythm, in terms of your work Hours, um, both of
2: you? Well, no, I would make uh, longer hours because I would start um, before him and I would come home later.
0: Okay. So you're starting before him and you're coming home later, but you, you feel that you have to manage this part of the home life as well because if you don't, yeah. s- some needs won't be met with him and your daughter and with the food... You, like, this like you're filling out
2: hmm. it's What's, crazy I know What's... it's well, not crazy uh, yeah. no 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 <laughs> I know I hear you say it and I'm like don't be silly <laughs> that I should okay. not be silly about it I, I, hear, I hear it
0: if you weren't being silly about it what would, what would you be doing differently
2: um I would I would come home and um to him trying to make a meal mm-hmm
0: which might not be such a great meal.
3: <laughs>
0: okay, so the cost on that one is is mainly that it might not be such a great meal, and yeah. that will maybe take him away from time with your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. There
1: that. is yeah, and, and this is just like with my practical mind on. Well, there's several things, but I think that's sort of the practical. Which is, yeah, you know, I really don't enjoy cooking. I I love eating really don't like cooking because I've got too much shit going on and I can't be asked to add that to my list of things to do and I don't have a kid so like I have it much easier than people that I know who have children and a family to look after but one of the things I found helpful which might be useful for you is and I don't know you might have tried this already but you know how you have these um, home delivery boxes where they also have like five days is some sort of practical intervention like that Useful? Have you tried something like that? How did it I go? I was so
2: excited that, that that it was there. So I was like, I'm gonna give Patrick these boxes so he can do that. And uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah, like for instance, like certain foods just ended up instead of rice, it was more like porridge. So and <laughs> so, it was a bit upsetting. Uh, to me and uh then i really tried to you know what honey you tried you tried and i'm like always also like with simple things just if you don't know just keep it simple some some onions some garlic some salt pepper and you it's fine but i don't know somehow it it doesn't work and um so i think the food thing i have tried that and and i think it's a very good tip um but it doesn't work for us so I, i think for that i um Um, I have uh, accepted um, that part and I also, um, yeah, I do think that he, he, uh, what we also are doing is that he's helping out with the simple things like steaming veggies or whatnot. Uh, They might be overcooked, but I don't mind that so much. So, yeah.
0: Okay. So this. It's funny because <laughs> Natalie, I, I think this is hopefully what makes us good about doing this together. Yeah. She always goes for the practical, yeah. <laughs> goes for the underlying. Yeah? yeah. And so it feels like that these two need, need to meet in a place, right? The underlying yeah. issues and some kind of practical solution. Yes. And I feel like the, on the underlying issue side, okay, big picture, small picture. The big picture is that you need enough space to start to figure out where you're being drawn, uh, where your heart motivation mm-hmm. is, say, where you went, you know, if, if, you're, if, if this is provoking a sense, like, actually, I'm not even sure I want to be a GP anymore, and I don't want to make a quick decision, an impulsive decision about that, you said perfect, Right. Mm-hmm. Great. So how do you integrate some space to start to let the motivation grow? There are going to be some practical solutions to that, but there's also this, I can't bit. So no, you can't ignore alarm signals to patient file. Yes, you can probably live with less good food some nights or even forget the box just get a Deliveroo in or an Uber Eats you know two nights a week you know there's the solution to that but where you can say I can right so I can drop or have less good some of these obligations Mm. so that I'm loosening up some space in my life to fan the flames of
3: Hmm.
0: a direction you know to heat up this fire of a direction that I want to go in yeah And that's accepting like, you know, systemically the childcare situation is not good. There's the sleep situation going on, but you don't have to do everything. And it feels like
3: Mm.
0: identifying like those, I don't know, three things that you can unhook your obligation from and then find something else Mm. that gives you the kind of space. That Scotland did, but yeah at home, yeah yeah,
1: and I also wonder with your with your schedule if there's the way to I mean do you have do a schedule in like an hour to just go on a walk, leave your phone at home
2: mm. well um i I find it really hard to do right now it's uh mm. it's this very silly, simple thing which I always advise but i I just find it hard to do so I what think, are the
1: things stopping you in that moment when you're just like um, i can't do this or it's too hard to do
2: i think um, myself i i um, i stand up and i see all these have done projects um whether it's um um uh, the dishes or or still mm. picking up after our daughter or um Um, some some other thing it's um and i'm like i yeah i think i i i want to do so many things i'm feeling tired so i'm a bit slower um Mm -hmm. and um then at the end of the day i I don't do any so you know it's like uh, or hardly anything or it's just Mm -hmm. touch part of it and then so yeah
0: let me ask you okay well Yeah, but I think there's an, I want to go one more layer down (laughs) if we can. (laughs) Um, it's scary to arrive at the answer you're looking for, I think too. So say you find that the answer is, I don't want to be a GP. I want to do this. Yeah. That's asking a big change of yourself, of your security. Mm -hmm of Your family situation, all of that stuff, and I wonder if there's a little bit of resistance also about finding out because mm-hmm. at least there's like stability there, you know what the rules are.
1: Yeah,
0: it, it's In got the a current situation, yeah, yeah. That actually yeah. you start to light that fire, then it's gonna be like, oh shit, like,
2: <sighs>
0: yeah. yeah, I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, I think you have a, have a point. I also think it's it's um, very scary because this is now something I have uh, known and like I I started med school now 20, 20 years ago and I've been in this um, yeah like it's like a very different um, yeah work environment and you you st- you study for so long and then I do feel the weight of um, oh my gosh and now what and um or also like um yeah i do i am scared for 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 the answer if it's gonna be i don't want to do it at all Mm
0: -hmm. yeah do you think you might be ready or not to be a little bit scared
2: i'm ready yeah
0: yeah okay so here's something i just think I think maybe moving a bit fast, right? <laughs> I think. Also, tell us if
1: this is too fast because yeah. we're just kind of yeah. diving straight in. So feel free to to hit pause. I
0: would say don't don't. In a way, I'm, I would say don't worry about what comes. Don't worry about the decision that comes next. Yeah. Okay, what you what you haven't been able to do is create the space to find out what that thing is and the motivation and the desire that would start to lead you in that direction. So, well, instead of like figuring something out, something burns and leads you in a certain direction. Right. And all of the circumstantial stuff pushes, pushes against that, but also the fear pushes against that. Mm -hmm. But if you were to say, okay, look, I'm not, I don't have to see it through. I don't have to make any decisions, but I will, allow space and play with the idea that I can fantasize about it, play with the idea, imagine things. Mm -hmm. And that might make me feel afraid, but it'll also start to clarify a direction of pull, right? Like I'm being pulled in this direction. Later you get to decide whether you're ready for that, whether it's possible. But until you kind of allow it to grow and allow it to get clear, it's going to feel stuck. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We're a (laughs) midnight. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. but isn't it great? Like, isn't it great that you feel so stuck now that there's this stuff in your system that's saying to you, okay, Athene, like... It's time. It's time. Like, tip it. Yeah. Tip it somewhere.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's another question, isn't there? Really well, I'm going to gonna pause.
0: Have you? Have you got? <laughs> no, I no? think
1: if you've got that, go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let me check in with you first. How are you? How are you? Feel? Are you feeling more afraid or more excited or a lot of both or as stuff? A bit,
2: what? a bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I don't. I don't want to run. So. Uh... Okay.
1: okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. You. You don't. Okay. You don't have to run, but you can let your stuckness tell you what comes next, right? Your stuckness is pushing you to make some kind of discovery. So I'm thinking, I'm just kind of looking at our schedule because I'm completely off off piste. <laughs> um, but I yeah, I, I think we can kind of move into yes. this. If, if you want to become more clear mm-hmm. about what it might be, that would put a, a fire under you to clarify a direction for you,
3: Yeah.
0: what do you think that you might be able to do or what risks might you be able to take or what practical steps might you be able to integrate in the very short term mm-hmm. to start to create some space for you to find out that really important thing?
2: Mm-hmm. Go for that walk in the forest. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, I think um, um, having some proper me time um, Mm -hmm. uh, to incorporate that in the day and um, also uh, exercising because I have not been doing that in a a while. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I love to dance. So uh, I'd love
1: to pick that up again. So I was just about to ask if there was something that gives you pleasure in your yeah. body, like dancing, or yeah. for some people it's yoga, whatever. But pleasure is really important, especially when you're talking about what pulls you yeah. to, to come into that place of joy. Um, do you, is there a dance practice that you gravitate towards that you that well, you've I done that you miss? I used to
2: do Latin dances. Um, oh, yeah. So I yeah I, I love <laughs> I loved it, and yeah. um, I actually I still do, but. Um, uh, the the delivery of uh, our our daughter was a bit heavy, uh, so uh, I broke my tailbone, and I have like oh. some um, yeah so I have some some pain. If I, I still go if, if my if a family member has a party I still go dancing and do all yeah. kinds of silly things, and then the next day I have to suffer even more. Oh.
3: Um,
2: but I do think that if I would um, do it on a regular basis,
1: uh, eventually the the pain. Becomes a bit What's less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is appropriate to ask, but I've also got a chunky tailbone, um, so I won't ask myself. But like, one of the things that really helped me was uh, finding—I had to go through a few—but like, to find an osteopath to help yeah. with the pain. Um, but it sounds to me like that's something that you really love that would be wonderful yeah. to make time for yeah. if there's space. Yeah.
2: Um, I'm, uh, actually, I've been wanting to do it more and more this year, but I still haven't. So uh, I'm writing What
1: stuff it. is it is it literally the scheduling is it literally just putting in your diary time for a theme? I'm going to this dance class on this day is that
2: yeah, is that th- the thing
1: if you wrote it down would it happen
2: um, I think I just have to look it up and just it's the entire thing of looking it up and then uh, like getting like the shoes again and and just going because I do do know that if I uh, the moment I, I tell somebody I'm going to do it. So if I make a commitment, like mm-hmm. I cannot say, no, I'm, I feel too mm-hmm. bad about it. So I'm like, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> but it's just the entire process of enrolling myself in it. That, that was the thing that was uh, taking long. And then I would just go into really silly things like doubting whether mm-hmm. it's going to be this dancing school or that dancing school. And it's all not relevant. Um. Yeah,
0: it's like getting caught in the weeds. Yeah. yeah. But let me go like I I kind of want you to let go of that too if you can because I feel like this once you start it you have to finish it thing yeah. maybe isn't always true.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: And that while we would like to see you dancing and make a commitment <laughs> to that if it becomes a commitment that then has to be seen through it's yeah. kind of like a yeah. like like loosening cuz that's that's tied in with the obligation mm. as well yeah. like the I must. And if yeah. you're going to make Playful choices, you're going to have to give up some of those obligations and you might have to challenge what I feel like is a very profound law inside you that comes from your family, which is yeah. you start, you finish. Yeah. But sometimes you can start and not finish. You
1: yeah. know. And maybe there's a right. commitment there as well to a commitment. You, you were saying about playful choices, a commitment to playful choices and yeah. to experimentation. I'm quite a perfectionist too, and I think one of the things that I find helpful sometimes is to say, okay, I'm going to experiment. This is an experimental choice. And the whole perfectionist goal is to gather data. Like, that's yeah. where my attention is going oh, to drive yeah. me.
3: That's a good And so one. the
1: question, it's quite useful as a reframe. I mean, yeah. play with it and see. Then it's like, all right, my, my goal, my obligation is to gather data. That's what I'm oriented towards. And then the secondary goal is, okay, is this school good for me? So you might say, I'm going to commit to one with this school. Do I love it? Do I feel joyful when I come out? Have I sweated as much as I want to or whatever? Yeah. And if the answer is, "Mm, not really, then you go, okay, I've gathered data, next school, and you commit to one. And so the the commitment to the data gathering, to the experimenting, is kind of stepping into that discovery, but also... Not getting stuck there. Not getting stuck there. So it's a commitment to that. Um, And then also for the... Because I'm all about the practical stuff. um, And it sounds... It's so exciting that once you say that you're going to do the thing, you're going to do the thing, because a lot of people... Don't have that that power on their side, if you like. So I wonder also with the with the the walk in the forest, I'm guessing that there's a forest that you mentioned that that yeah. you have in mind.
2: Yeah, is this somewhere uh, that's
1: close? Or? It's super
2: close. It's super close. Okay. But lately I've just been going with my daughter there and just uh, then she just does her thing.
1: <laughs> okay. So. so time for yourself in the forest, even if it's just even if it's just an hour on yeah. a weekend yeah. when your partner can take. Or she's got some other activity to commit, you know, talk about like the the committing doesn't seem like an issue, but maybe committing to a regular rhythm where on whatever day it is on a Saturday morning, from X till X, you're in the forest, your phone is off, Mm -hmm. and you just you just say, I'm just gonna do this for a month. Again, like a research basis. You give yourself a limited time, you do it for a month, and you see what comes from it, and then in a month's time, you you sit and you reflect, you're like, okay. How does this feel in terms of how much I can breathe energy into these other areas of commitment or letting things drop?
3: Yeah.
1: Um, does that sound like. Okay, so I'm also conscious of the obligation thing. Does that sound like a spacious I've got a playful? Thing. Okay, <laughs> you go going with it. I'll go in with your reframe.
2: Well,
0: let's check with the. Are you, does that sound like um, a workable.
2: I, I think so. I, I just. Uh, yeah, I'm just. I, I will tell my husband that this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> And uh, yeah. then I think he will also be like, oh, did you do it? Did you do it? And then I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. And then at the moment I have it, then it should be uh, fine. Yeah. Good.
0: Well, he sent you to talk to us, so uh, yeah. you can pick up some of these uh, some of these obligations. Yeah. So I'm gonna play with the obligation a little bit, yeah. right? So the, let's say there's like. Good obligation and pathological <laughs> obligation, and, and that the idea <laughs> nice. is to like be a bit more d- doubtful about the patholo- pathological obligation. That's mm-hmm. the stuff you can play around letting go, so you're opening up space mm-hmm. for this other stuff. But I want to reframe obligation as obligation to yourself
3: mm-hmm.
0: and obligation to that fire, that potential fire that we've been talking about. Like, you yeah. are obligated. In a way, well, I'm saying it. I'm saying (laughs) you you could be obligated to nurturing what's going to come next for you in your life, and that does not mean that you have to renege on your obligations to others. Yeah. But the obligations to yourself do seem to have kind of been a little bit elusive. Yeah, Yeah. they've fallen down the list. So if, if if there's a baby, right, and you, I'm not going to take away your obligations to your daughter either obviously right but there's a baby in you too a metaphorical one anyway um, and you owe it to her to find out why you're feeling stuck and and why where you want to go next and all of these little things practical and non-practical are about helping you find that out yeah yeah because you know there's a there's some calling happening there <laughs> yeah, yeah
3: yeah
0: yeah so you just want to and when, it's let's like when you go out into the woods it's listening right <laughs> and when you're dancing it's listening yeah. to because that's i can see it a little bit now like i think it's that like it's it's not a tiny little flame in a bell jar right mm-hmm. it's it's like you can feel it
3: yeah
0: yeah could be exciting
3: very it
0: exciting. Scary. scary. Yeah.
1: Exciting. Yeah. It feels like there's a lot of edge there, but a beautiful edge. I think
0: so. I think um,
1: so. Yeah. I feel quite mood at the moment. It's funny uh-huh. because it's one of these things where it's very easy to feel like I think sometimes we paint ourselves into into corners that other people don't have the same expectations. So the fact that your that your partner proposed to have a conversation as a starting point suggests to me that there's a desire from him as well to see you yeah. um, explore this in which case one of the things that I think because I do this quite a bit too is like don't assume that other people need you to do everything for them mm-hmm. I think there's a gender element in this like I think at least I can speak for myself that we put these extra pressures and go, oh shit, if I don't look after this person, make sure that, the, that this is done, that that's done, mm-hmm. that I am somehow not living up to this role that I'm supposed to live up to, or I'm a bad partner, mother, um, daughter, whatever it is. And, and I generally seem to find that in many of my male friends and family members, it's a different quality of obligation.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm generalizing here a bit, but I've noticed a pattern. <laughs> And so yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, and another pattern that I've noticed yeah. is that often and I've had male mentors who've been phenomenally helpful in in, in terms of reframing saying mm-hmm. things like you only need to be 80% done or complete on something for it to be good enough. Yeah. And I'm striving for 110 because I feel like if I don't hit that mark All hell is going to break loose or people will be disappointed or like, you know, whatever it is. And so there's there's something really unpleasant but useful about asking what does 80 percent look like in X situation or Y situation, especially for rice that tastes like porridge, I think. Yeah, (laughs) it's like if it tastes like porridge. All right. So the rice is maybe overcooked for, for two, three nights of the week. Yeah. Does it actually matter?
0: Or the rice cooker. There's a there's a Yeah, there's a fix it Get a rice cooker that does, <laughs> does it on its own.
1: <laughs> but there is something around also how much we take on in our general roles, gendered roles also, that I think is worth thinking about, um, which is not just stuck to, to gender, but, but there is an element there, I think, that might be worth experimenting with. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I, I think you, um, you absolutely have a point. Um, and I also, um, I think it's silly because also if if this would be another, any other woman, I would also be like, relax, don't right. sweat it. Yeah. And then at the same time, I'm like, for myself, I'm like, oh my God, it's, yes. it's silly. I, yeah. I know,
1: but it's, um, yeah. I mean, it's not silly. It's just kind of, we have such double standards it's like yeah. you want to support if this is a friend you're in conversation yeah. with instead of your own internal dialogue it would be quite a different circumstance I think the other thing as well just, just before handing it back over um, maybe have you have you asked your husband like what do you think would be helpful for me to explore what do you think I need more of in my life have you asked him that mm,
2: yeah he um, yeah I have and he said uh, um, he misses uh the old me i was uh, mm. uh, i was super happy and uh, mm. they'd call us happy and he was lucky and uh,
3: so uh, yeah
2: and i i do i fully understand where he's coming from and i um, i miss that too it's um yeah it's i don't know i think at some point um um yeah i, I just it's just this heaviness which i didn't have or Mm-hmm. Uh, if something would be a setback I'd be like yeah screw it we'll find another way and now it's all oh my god and I'm like I was never like that so yeah so that's why I'm, he he really wants that to, to come back and also he's like yeah if you need to go salsa I think he's super supportive and I, I like that, that but it's also um, at some point it's also me that has to go and do it and maybe you're right aaron like i'm scared for this new thing or what is gonna be around the corner then and uh, that i then still don't do it because then How? i get stuck in in the in making the, the decision for for instance in this case the the salsa school which is ridiculous <laughs> it is so
0: the the salsa schools practice though right so first of all we're putting that we're putting that decision on hold because you don't know what it is and you get to find out right what you want to do about that decision the salsa school is a mini version right so it's like i can say yes to that if it doesn't work out no big deal find another one make you ready
3: absolutely but i
0: think (laughs) the the big challenge for you i think probably over the next you're going to start to kind of integrate these sorts of things yeah. is bearing the discomfort that's going to come with being less uh, dropping some of these the gender whether the gender roles or not right the, yeah. the st- start dropping the obligation thinking what you have to do yeah. being able to step out of something that you've already committed to
3: yeah.
0: knowing that when you open up some space you're letting something else go and knowing that as that fire gets hotter, it's going to put you in a position that might be scary because there'll be a real choice to make.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, but I feel like the, the quality of the stuckness that you described says I'd actually rather be uncomfortable with fear than uncomfortable with stuckness. Yeah. Uncomfortable with possibility mm-hmm. rather than uncomfortable with stagnation.
1: Yeah, and that sounds actually really ridiculous to me. <laughs> I think also be kind to yourself. Why does it sound ridiculous? It doesn't sound ridiculous to me at all. I think it is
0: really scary. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I should also be kinder to myself. (laughs) I mean, you know, you must
0: know this as a GP. People people are generally terrified of change. Yeah. Right? Like, people are just...
1: It's hard It really is the devil you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's some kind of... I always call it the uncomfortable comfort. Like, it might not be comfortable, but... You, you know it, right? Mm-hmm. So you kind of cover yourself in that, but yeah. then then it's really uncomfortable. Com- there's not co- comfort anymore, right? So yeah. it's like, okay, this is also uncomfortable, but it's yeah. a better uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> I just want to really drop in a quote here that is one of my favorites. It's one of the shortest ones so I can actually remember it because my short-term memory is not great, but it's it's um, there's an amazing writer called Anna Isna and she writes about this and the quote that she had, it was actually a poem rather than a quote, but it says something like, and the day came when the risk to remain tight in the bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. <laughs> and I love that because it's, it's that kind of, you just sort of unfurling a little bit and you're just desperate yeah. to open into the sun and it's frightening. And yet that's your deepest longing is just yeah. to unfurl again. Yeah. Um, and it is painful, but it's the, like the risk is worth it. I feel um
3: so I I wonder if we can (laughs) I wonder if we can check with
0: you about um what you might be prepared to do differently and what we've been talking to people and thinking that we might do follow-ups with people if you're up for it but if we were to say okay well let's just have a 20 minute chat in six weeks or eight weeks time what would you what would you be able to integrate into your life from this conversation do you think what feels doable
3: yeah mm,
2: i think definitely uh, enrolling into a salsa school i hope i am s- still on time because i know they usually start in august september um i think that's absolutely something i'm gonna do and um i think it's if i look at it it's all very feasible uh, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna commit to the salsa and um, and I think the one hour on a Saturday of Sunday one. Mm-hmm. that's what I think
0: are there any obligations pathological <laughs> obligations that you might be able to
1: to put down
0: yeah put down or let go of a little bit
1: oh man I really do don't want to eat porridge <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't blame you.
1: Can you switch out one night of of take like nice quality takeaway, like maybe it's a ramen takeaway or a sushi takeaway, yeah. or a...
2: yeah. I think we can definitely. Um, um... <laughs> what what was that? I'm I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna. I'm gonna make him. I'm. I'm gonna ask him if he can also cook.
1: <laughs> yeah, and people do get better with practice. You know, it might take a month or three months of porridge rice. Yeah,
0: I mean, with someone <laughs> we're ten who... plus years in. <laughs> oh, right.
1: Okay. Yes, I might just rail that one. I'm <laughs> the.
0: I'm the cook in my house as well. <laughs> but there are there are lots. Of, you know, when two people are tired, there's. There's definitely takeaway and we take advantage of that. And sometimes, you know, if you can outsource <laughs> yeah. some of that stuff to grab some time.
3: Yeah. You yeah. You know,
0: it's it's worth
1: it. Yeah. It's imperfect, it's but different. we're not striving for perfection. Striving yeah. for spaciousness and play. Yeah. And other things.
0: And listening in for that direction and being able to bear the fear of un unbudding. Yeah. yeah bloss- blossoming. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and just pretty- to remind you, like with the salsa classes the, the, the thing is to, to experiment you don't have to sign up and then it's six weeks like if you go to one and you come where you go oh my god that was dreadful you really useful data like great useful data shut that one down and do yeah. the next one and if they've started and they say oh no our enrolment's closed to them and call them up and just be like look this is my situation please can like, I just come in for like
3: one,
1: yeah, yeah. experimentation is the
0: okay cool great. <laughs> I am Okay. Okay. Would you be happy for us to have a call in like in yeah, six a couple months or something, to see how you're getting on? Yeah, sure. That'd be great. Yeah. And you
1: can let us know how these, how these, uh, experiments have I've been
2: unfilled. unfolding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I'm really curious. <laughs> Me too. Cause I
0: really feel like, I really feel like it's not, it's not just about carving out some extra time for yourself. It's about finding, fertilizing something, right? So you can yeah. find out what's going to come next. Yes. Okay, well we're kind of coming towards our our close. Our close, and um we've just got a few just kind of quicker <laughs> quicker questions to yeah. get to end with. Yeah, to end with. So
1: So I mean you, you have been wonderfully candid in sharing these these stories and feelings and how how are you feeling right now about the scope of our conversation and where we've where we've landed?
2: Actually really good.
1: Yeah.
2: I um I was a bit nervous coming in, but um, yeah, <laughs> um, it feels good. So thank you. I uh, it actually feels a bit lighter. Hmm. <laughs> so uh, because I remember when I first came, I felt like my back and whatnot, and I'm like yeah. Huh. So um. Huh. Yeah, I think maybe. That's I, got, the... I got a
0: sense of something. I got a sense of that partway <laughs> through that something was kind of yeah. moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. So now, now we got you feeling <laughs> good. I get to ask you what are you most worried about.
3: <laughs> so <Yeah.
0: laughs> in this, just kind of keeping it in the kind of six to eight weeks period yeah. that you're going to start to commit to some of these changes. What what are you worried about getting in the way of that?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think myself and um, going back into um, being. In my comfort zone, instead of um, embracing the uncomfortable comfort um, or the what what is next, and I, I think I um, I think that's what I'm worried about. That I um, that I want to do it, but then I might uh, disappoint myself. But I actually, whilst I'm seeing it, I have a feeling that I'm not gonna. I don't know why.
3: Hmm.
2: Um, maybe because I've it's been too long
0: Um, Mm. well it's becoming less comfortable as well so i think when you notice yourself sitting in that comfortable uncomfortable Mm. you just it's not particularly attractive to you anymore right you're more likely to be like
3: no yeah it's good
1: yeah so I get to ask the fun question, which is, <laughs> <laughs> with these next six weeks of experimentation and, like, dropping down some obligation, experiencing more of the the joy and the play and the spaciousness and the pleasure through dance and the walks in the woods, um, what are you most excited about?
2: Mm, dancing.
1: <laughs> the, the the joy
2: of dancing. I, mm. uh, yeah, I don't know, it's just when the music goes and you start dancing, I... Um i I just cannot stop smiling <laughs> oh,
3: wow. so that sounds um, great right. like
2: when I dance i I'm always smiling that's how my husband met me actually <laughs> mm. dancing so, oh wow yeah okay. so um, yeah i uh, yeah yeah i I am a bit worried about the pain afterwards but I'm hopeful that it's mm-hmm. gonna become less and I have been to an osteopath so I might actually he's a friend of mine I might um, ask him again so.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely do do take care when yeah. engaging. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, my question is, what's the first step you're going to do after this call? But I have yeah. a feeling it's going to be something about researching schools.
1: <laughs> but just so we have it on the record, so in six weeks time, we can be like, well, we did have a first step. Um, yeah, what is the first step you think you'll take after oh. we...
2: Well, well. After we finish, I'm gonna first say <laughs> good night to my my daughter and read her yeah. book, <laughs> mm, wow. and then nice. I'm gonna tell my guy about this. And I think we are gonna together go um, look for school. So, yeah.
1: And will you be dancing together in salsa? Uh,
2: no, because um, we have <laughs> yeah we have different levels. And um, I think if we maybe if we have a babysitter, yes. But mm. um, I think that doesn't matter because he has other things he loves. <laughs> I kind of so, want you to yeah. leave them at home anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go
1: out <laughs> and explore for yourself. Yeah. You Not yeah. that we're biased, in yeah. anyway, at all. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be doing Lovely. it.
3: Yeah. Oh, great. Well, that
0: sounds great. Well, yeah. We would love to kind of leave you on that positive note and check in with you. You know, like we said, in six to eight weeks or something, and see yeah. see how you're getting on and what, what yeah. what's happening.
2: Does that sound good? I'd love to. I'd <laughs> really? love to. And, and thank you. I don't know what happened, but uh,
1: Yeah. I'm gonna do well, it. Well
0: it's been a pleasure, think. Yeah. It's been yeah. you came right along all the way with yeah. all the questions went right. Like right a beautiful to the storm
1: just like whoo, sweeping out into this expansive sea. It's yeah. great. Well, for me, I mean it's quite differently. But <laughs> I'm it's happy with joy. anything
0: so long as I don't have to dance. You you, you can do all the dancing. I'll
3: come you know. dance with
1: you. I love SAS. <laughs> so You're much fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, well thank you
2: so much. Thank
0: you, <laughs> thank
2: you for your okay. time. I appreciate it. Thank oh, sorry. I just <laughs> <you> <laughs> well,
0: well, have to cut it. I don't know whether to cut it out or not. But we haven't really firmed up to like how we actually end. Like, do we say That's thank true. you for taking the time to show up? And I was just thinking, okay, how do we? Because what we do, yeah. <laughs> what we do is we like we say goodbye, but then we carry on recording to say goodbye properly. So it's yeah. not like in the podcast. So I was, I, I would think my face was looking like. So do we say thank you for taking the time to show up?
1: Thanks for showing up.
0: Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's kind of ruined the whole ending. Yeah, awesome. this, come-
1: is, this is naturalistic. I mean, it's, you know, what you see is what you get with right. us for the most part. <laughs>
0: <Just> <laughs> thank you for is. taking the time to show up, Athena. It's been lovely to show up.
1: <laughs> well, thank you for having me. It was lovely, lovely being here. You. We hope you enjoyed that discussion as much as we did, but that's not all there is to it.
0: Wait, there's more?
1: (laughs) Yes, there is. Be sure to tune in to our next episode where Aaron and I will be diving deeper into the themes that came up in this interview.
0: That's right. In the next episode, Natalie and I will not only discuss the salient issues that arose here, but we'll also be pointing to models, theories, and practices from the world of psychology and behavioral science to help you make more sense of them so you can apply them to your own journey.
1: And for those of you who are curious to learn even more, we have developed an online community where you'll be able to find more resources to explore and have opportunities to discuss this and other episodes with other community members in a forum and through live events and AMAs.
0: In this, our first season of Time to Show Up, we're making all this great content freely available to the public. But next season, material from the review episodes, along with the great resources and opportunities for community members to connect, learn and grow, will only be available by subscription.
1: And since we know that listening to material itself isn't enough to facilitate desired change, we've designed this community specifically to give you the support you need to take your learning even further.
0: And if you join us at the start of our journey and sign up before April 5th, 2024, we're offering a no strings, three month membership for free at timetoshowup.org.
1: That's right, and if you choose to stay on with us, which we hope you will, we'll give you a 25% early bird discount just to say thank you. If you're tuning in after that April date, don't worry, you can still try out a free two-week membership with no obligation. There are different packages to choose from, and you can find out more and get in touch at timetoshowup.org. Thanks for tuning in. And see you for the review.